0: This is To The Point. A Rhino Experience. in one of the top home services, marketing, and operations podcasts. Cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point. You hear that, listeners? That's right. It's the Christmas season, or... Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever it is that you celebrate it is your boy Cristiano, the host of the to the point home services podcast and today it is just me myself and I this is gonna be a short and sweet podcast because let's face it it is the holiday season it's time to uh, to celebrate with your families and uh, or yourself or your employees and all kinds of things um, but hear me say this I wish you a very happy holidays from your to the point Family, we are so incredibly grateful for all of you listeners. Today's podcast is going to be something that's very simple, but also has to be executed properly to be done. And it's on goal setting. Now, don't shut off your phone because you're like, oh, I know how to set goals. I'll bet you I'm going to cover some things. You're like, oh, no shit. Yeah, I don't do that. Or nope, uh, I haven't tried these things. Or goal setting is stupid any of those things, I promise you, uh, this is a fact goal setting is something that I have done since the beginning, even when I didn't even really know better. And maybe it's because I have ADD that I had to put down goals and then put, uh, create habits to accomplish them from my wrestling days, um, in high school and into college and playing soccer and into professional bull riding career, um, into indie car racing, Uh, I've always set these goals and been able to accomplish them. And so I'm trying to take some of the stuff I've learned in my 42 years of life and now apply it and things I've shared with my employees as well as my friends, you know, my kids, all this type of stuff. So I want to share that with you guys and gals today in hopes that this will give you a really good opportunity to be set up for 2022 with some guardrails in place to kind of help keep you on track. I'm not talking just like diet and health and all this kind of stuff, like personal, professional Uh, materials, health, spiritual, whatever it is. But I'm going to give you some of the key elements that you can apply to it to accomplish those goals, crush them, and all those types of things. But first and foremost, I want to explain just quickly, you know, why goal setting is is critical. Um, Mainly because it creates focus and gives you direction, you know, going into 2022. And, you know, anytime you accomplish these goals, you grow from it both personally and professionally, you put them in place, you accomplish it, you grow from it feels good, all those types of things. But um, it also causes you to take action, right? Because when you put them in place, now you got something to work towards. It's kind of like when you're in school and you had to take tests, you had to study unless you are me. <laughs> I didn't study. I didn't study as much as I should have studied. But had I studied, I'd have done much better. Um, but you got to study to get good grades in your tests, Um, you know, you have to work on your craft, go into trainings, learn new things, to get better at your job, you know, to increase down your career path and make more money or whatever it is. I have to be more actionable in your, um, you know, with your marriage by making sure you do date nights, things that are you know specific to your relationship. Um, and then obviously goals offer inspiration. Like it is great. It feels so good to scratch that list, you know, scratch it off the list or check the box. Like, I love that. But it is so critical to your growth, both personally and professionally, that you have goals in place and and that you take action on them and you accomplish them. It's good for the soul. Um, but some common mistakes or some common pitfall, pitfalls when goal setting is that behind each goal, there needs to be a why. You don't have to have 50 goals. Like, then it becomes unattainable. But you have to have a why. Just like in your business, you have to have a why. Uh, you know, a compelling argument on why that goal is so important to you. That has to be, when you're, when you're figuring those out, you might write down 10 and then, you know, whittle it down to three. But make sure the why behind the goal is very strong. And then, you know, guys, I like to visualize everything. I like to be as if the goal already happened. So I think that way, once I set my goal, I work backwards to create the plan to get to it. So when you do not, when you don't, create the path working backwards a lot of times that is a pitfall to goal setting and you miss because you're not thinking about it from as if you're already accomplishing that goal you're thinking about it from the oh my gosh it's way out there that's that's a long ways can I really do it you're already defeated mentally think about it as if you're already going to get it done and work backwards and then obviously write them down like looking at it visually is super important Um, To be able to see it as a constant reminder, those things are going to get into. Um, And then making sure that you, again, have written it as is, you know, not, don't write it in the wrong tense, write it in the, in the, this is, I am going to accomplish this, not like, uh, or I'm don't write, I am going to accomplish this. It leaves too much. So I accomplished this goal in 2022. This is the goal I'm going to accomplish in 2022. Like, be specific on, hey, man, it feels so good that I accomplished this goal in 2022. And then kind of get your head into that space on getting that feeling. Like, man, this is how it feels when I already hit that. Something I used to do in racing is um, when I would work out is I would hold a dumbbell, like one of those big round dumbbells, and I would use it as a steering wheel because you have to have a lot of uh, strength in your arms to hold the steering wheel when you are pulling multiple Gs around turns. But I would visualize you know, actually running, you know, racing the car and then crossing the finish line and winning. And I would try to get the feeling from that. So that way I knew what that felt like. And that was a driver for me because that created an emotion and emotion creates action. So don't, don't think about your goals in the wrong tense or it'll be a pitfall for you. So, but number one, you guys have heard this before. I'm going to tell you again, if you fail to plan, you are planning to what? Exactly. You're planning to fail. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. It seems so cliche, but it's so true. You have to you have to put something in place, and and steps along the way towards accomplishing that goal, and then have somebody help hold you accountable for it. But you got to have a plan in place for it to accomplish those things. You can't just, especially if you have multiple goals, because you still have real life happening, you still have business happening, and a lot of moving parts within those. So you got to have a plan in place that you can actually follow and execute whether it be a checkbox monthly, quarterly, whatever it is. Um, also, before you, even, before you even really start to move forward on all those, I would encourage you, I would strongly encourage you, and this is something that, that uh, sometimes I struggle to do, is to just stop for a second, even if it's right now, if you're working out, if you're driving, if you're on the plane, if you're wherever, take a second and just reflect on the goals That you just accomplished this year. Think about it for a second. What are some goals you accomplished this year? Give yourself a pat on the back for those goals. How did it make you feel? Did it piss you off because you didn't get one done? Are you happy you got one done? Does it feel good? Think about the goals that you just accomplished this year. All right, and then give yourself some credit for those things, okay, because this year was tough, you know, tough for a lot of people, but guarantee you accomplished some goals and you take some time to be grateful for those things. And then the third, uh, this will be rule number three that I would I'd like to jump into is just creating habits will help you accomplish your goals. It, it's, it's actually, you've ever heard the term where you, you know, it takes 21 days to create a habit? Well, there's got to be more to that, and there is. I'm going to share some of those things with you too, but you got to create habits to get to those goals sometimes because then it becomes a little bit more automated. You get, to, you get your brain on autopilot to do those things. So you guys have heard me say this multiple times. It's a saying I've always said I love to say I share with everybody, including my kids, is no zero what? Yes, no zero days. No zero days doesn't necessarily mean that every single day I, professionally I'm advancing myself. Or every single day, personally, I'm advancing myself. But you got to do one of them. Something, anything. And it can be something as simple as when you wake up in the morning, you don't hit the snooze button. Maybe you actually just get up. Or maybe in the morning, once you wake up, you make the bed. A lot of extremely successful people make their bed in the morning. A lot of really extremely successful people have somebody else make their bed for them, but that's not most of us. It's just little bitty things that can help move you forward. Like one, just one thing, one half a percent forward every single day, as long as it's not zero, no zero days. Don't forget that you can write that all over, all all over the place. as a great visual cue All of this with SmartAC.com. You've got to check it out now. So, going into uh, habits. And to create a habit, there's really only four stages of creating habits. There's cues, there's cravings, response, and reward. I'll say that again. The four stages of creating a habit is cues, cravings, response, and reward. Let me break it down for you. Cues is like a prompt that gets you started. Okay, now... That might look like let's, I'm going to use food as an example. If you if you get up and you see like you know a cookie sitting on the counter, um, you or you hear a song. Actually, this is another great one. You hear a song. Um, that's something that you can either hear or see visually. That is actually a cue. It's the starting process of a habit. Um, I'm going to go into number two, and that's the cravings now. What the cravings is, is it's a prediction that the brain makes about what the cue means. So, a good here's an example of that. You get up, you see the cookies, or you see the brownies, or you see the whatever, the coffee, the whatever it is, and your brain decides that that food would be good. It's going to be good. I see it. It looks good. It's going to be good. Or, or when you listen to a song, this happens to me a lot. Um, this song creates an emotion. You hear the song and it makes you think about something. Like you ever had the song, like we've all been in high school, okay? So, um, you know, like Motel Jordan, this is how we do it. It uh, takes me back to high school. And I can think about being at like a high school dance listening to that song. Um, And, and I remember how that made me feel, right? Because feelings... Create emo, you know, emotion creates feelings, which creates this action that's taken. So, you go from the cue to the cravings to then to the response, which again is that's what that is. That's the action taken. You eat the food. It looks good. It looks good. It smells good. The song is awesome. Made me feel one way. Oh my gosh! I haven't talked to him or her or whomever in so long. I'm going to send that message out or text or a call or voice, you know, a voice text, whatever it is. And then you finish up with the reward. And that's the positive, I use air quotes, feels good outcome. Okay, yep, you looked at the food, the food, your brain says, yep, that food's going to be good. You eat it, and damn it, it tastes good, just like you thought. So the cue was right. Or you send the message to someone, and you get a response that may, you know, like, whether it be a text or a voicemail or call or whatever, they call you back, and, and you, have a, you have a satisfied response. All right, you you got there, You got them to re- reply back to you, and that old feeling was, um, you know, was reciprocated. And boom, man, that felt good to reconnect with somebody. Cues, cravings, response, reward. So, kind of, uh, if a if a behavior, if a behavior is not rewarding, it's unlikely to become a habit. It's got to be rewarding. It needs to feel good, and train the brain of that feeling for the habit to continue. Let me read that one to you one more time. If a behavior is not rewarding, it's unlikely to become a habit. It needs to feel good and train the brain of that feeling for the habit to continue. The more you do it, it becomes reinforced and you do it automatically, i.e. the habits take 21 days. You got to do it, but that cue, that, the reward has to make you want to start the cue process over and over again. Um, In summary, to kind of, I guess, tie this thing all together, but the cue triggers a craving which motivates a response which provides the reward which satisfies the craving and ultimately becomes associated with the cue. It's a little circle of habit. Okay, moving forward. Let's talk about behavior change. So the four laws of behavior change is make it obvious, okay? Um, here's a good example. You ever mute somebody in social media that you don't want to hear from because their posts annoy you? Um, I certainly have those. And rather than say something, I just mute it so I have to see it. Out of sight, out of mind. Ever heard that before? The visual cues matter. It's the first thing you see it makes you think about that thing. Or if it's something that you see it makes you think about that. Um, I, both positive you know positive and negative. But make it obvious, uh, number two, make it attractive. It's enticing. You know, it's something that's going to create some sort of like excitement around it or pleasure around it or whatever it's going to be. Number three, make it easy. Okay, the more convenient, the easier, the shorter the time frames to get to the goal or the be- or the shorter check-ins to get to the goal. Make it easy and attainable. All right, don't, again, don't come up with so many goals that you can't accomplish all of them. Just try to narrow it down. And then four, again, number four is you make it satisfying, you know, so it's more enjoyable that you're more likely to do it again and again and again. Okay, rule number four. This is the easiest one, okay? So hang with me. Create categories, all right? This is the, in its simplest form, and this is what I do. Not that that's what you need to do. It's just what I've done successfully over all these years that has worked for me. Um, You want to obviously start with your personal goals first because you don't um, work to live. You live... Uh, <laughs> One second, you don't, you don't live to work, you work to live. And so personal matters most, you know, and that might be, you said, a, 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 a vacations, you know, or adventure goal, um, your marriage, material things that you might want, whether it be a new car, boat, house, jet, whatever it is, new pair of Jordans, um, you know, it's, um, you know, whatever it is uh, you're going to create more date nights. Um, you do more activities with your kids or experiences with your kids, um, that you pay attention to, you know, to them more. Maybe it's a, uh, you're going to learn a new skill. Like I tried to learn how to play guitar this year and I got started. I learned about four chords and that's about it. Um, but find, you know, some good personal family goals for you that you can accomplish. And then, um, again, you have to create the habits around accomplishing those goals. Number two, be business or professional. This one's pretty straightforward too. There's so many different variables to this, but you know, again, like maybe find your top three and write them down, but it could be, you want to make more money. You want to advance your career path. Um, you want to go, uh, you want to learn some new skills. You know, you don't always have to stay in the exact same position. Um, or you can just become more skilled. The more skilled you become, the more valuable you become to the employer or to yourself or to your families. Um, and then ultimately you could, you know, make more money that way, which changes a lot of things too. Uh, maybe you want to work more on your work-life balance. Um, maybe you want to get self-help books. Like, I don't read a lot of um, a lot of books in general, but when I do, they're typically around self-help. Like, how can I learn things to make myself mentally stronger? Um, you know, ultimately because I'm trying to accomplish my goals, and a lot of times I need reinforcement to stay on track. Um, so books, again, would be another one I'm thinking of, or, or that I've done. Grow your network in your, in your friend circle. You've heard this but times, like you're the median of the group that you hang out with. If you're, at the top of that, if you're at the top of that food chain or the top of that circle, you're like, you're the most successful one. I hate when people say, you got to find a new circle. Um, because I like my friends. You just got to find a different, uh, some different people to add into that circle or some different influential, uh, a circle that you could fit into that pushes you professionally to become better. That certainly does help. I've been involved in those things and it's helpful. I like my friends. I want to pull them along with me. So I want to stay in their circle, too. Um, oh, you know, and you could also get a mentor or become a mentor to somebody, depending on what position that you're in. Um, it's certainly helpful to give back and being a mentor, and actually, a lot of ways, it helps you as well. Um, another one is an easy one. This is one that I talked about often where I failed miserably at this one in 2021, and that's health. You you know whether it be your physical health, your your, your um, like you know working out or whatever it is, your nutrition or diet, which I always sucked at, mainly because I can eat pretty much anything, whenever I want, and I still don't gain weight. I'm still like a solid 168 pounds. Yes, I know it's 168 because since I've wrestled in high school, I weighed myself every single morning. It's a habit I created a long time ago that I still do to this very day. It's really easy. I got a nice little visual cue because I wake up and there's the scale and I step right on it. Um, self-care is extremely important, right? Making sure you do things for yourself to feel good about yourself. Um, and then rest, rest is one I struggle with too, is just being still rest is so extremely important to your health and, uh, and most fail to do those things. I'm not talking like when you go to sleep, I'm talking like, you know, don't, I, I want to be busy constantly. And, and a lot of times I just need to, to you know take a few hours and do nothing. Or maybe even a day like yesterday, I just watched my Arizona Cardinals go to 10 and 2. And I didn't do a whole lot yesterday except, you know, kind of hang out with the kids and I watched football with my son and and I didn't do anything. And it felt really odd and really good at the same time. And today I feel great. Uh, here's some other little options too, like spiritual and religion stuff. You know, I, I, whether, I don't I don't care what, you know, religion, spiritual, whatever it is you are, but meditate something I tried to do this year that I kind of did. You can do it for a minute. Like if you want to just give it a try, you can meditate for a minute or three minutes or five minutes and, or so on. Um, and sometimes I do it for a minute. Sometimes I do it for three minutes. Sometimes I do it for five. just depends on where I'm at that day because I have a hard time being still and resting. Um, but give it a shot or pray, you know, or you can read, read your Bible, read your, whatever book it is that you want to read, um, down along those lines. You can, excuse me, you can journal. Some of my friends journal a lot, um, which I wish I did more, but I don't. Um, and also like, you know, giving, you know, give back is certainly helpful too. Um, it's a core value of ours at Rhino. It's a core value of mine personally. Um, but find ways where you can potentially give back or give your time to help others. Um, and once you kind of have an idea of what the list of those are, whether it's, uh, you know, you have them, however, however which way you have them broken out, whether it's personal, professional, health, spiritual, or if it's materials or money or whatever it is, and you whittled it down to say, you know, two or three or four or whatever it is, uh, what I want you to do is if they're written down, either highlight or make make bold the, the value, or excuse me, the uh, goals that are absolutely non-negotiable. Like no matter what, I have these four goals down, but this one right here, this is the one I'm going to get done 100% fact. I'm not going to fall short on this one. This is my one. That might be all of them. If it's the list is short enough, it can certainly be all of them. And that's the goals you want them to be. But if you have too many, you might say, hey, man, these two are the ones. Like, these are the ones that I am not going to miss no matter what. I'm going to get them done. I'm going to check those boxes. And, again, like I said kind of in the beginning is write them down, put them somewhere visually that you can see them frequently because of that cue, right? It's a mental cue. When you see it, you're like, oh, shit, I didn't do anything for that today. I need to make sure I get on that. It's a visual cue that you haven't checked that box yet, so that box is still open waiting on you to accomplish that. Goal. That's extremely important part to this whole the whole mental aspect of goal setting is working your way to it. But those visual cues make so so they are are so helpful in helping you accomplish them. And then last thing is, and this is the very end of it. We're only about twenty some odd minutes into this podcast, so super short. But this is really important. And sometimes you see this as well, like on social media. Um, But rule number five is you got to find an accountability partner someone who's actually going to hold you accountable to hit your goals. That's like the next level. If you need it where, and so what I say it on social media, you'll see it sometimes where people who are on a health kick, you know, or diet or whatever will, will, you know, be vulnerable enough to share what they what they look like in an uncomfortable way, whether it's showing off like, Hey, maybe I've gained more weight this year. I feel very unhappy with my health or my looks or whatever it is. Um, and they'll make that post, which is so vulnerable for someone to do, which is also very powerful um, because now you've set the stage on putting it out there for <laughs> all of social media to see that you're going down this health goal. Um but how many of those people actually ongoing hold you accountable? They might respond to it and be like, hey, you know, good luck. Oh, good for you. This is great. I can't wait for this journey. And then it'll trickle off and nobody's going to care anymore. If you keep posting picture over and over and over again, it's usually more so for yourself. you know. Because And that's okay because then you're saying, hey, I don't want to have to post another picture or I haven't lost anything or I've not made any progress. So there's some, uh, some accountability in there. But you need to find like your rock. Your rock solid person who is going to hold you accountable to those goals that you've set, and for you chasing down the creation of the habits to get to those goals and checking the boxes. Find an accountability partner that's going to hold you uh, to to exactly what your plan is to hit your goals, and then go fucking crush the shit out of those goals. It feels so. Good to crush goals. You know, one of my goals to wrap this thing up was well, a couple of goals I'm going to share with you real fast. One of my goals is for each of you listening right now is I need to be able to impact your lives better. The whole reason I created this podcast was to give back to you listening, share, tri- share some of the industry experts, knowledge, and wisdom with you to help move your business forward. Bring them on so you could ask questions or you could ask questions if you wanted to and we could submit them back to make suggestions of people you'd like to hear from of all shapes and sizes. Like going into 2022, we've had the request to bring in more people on the podcast who are maybe sitting at 3 million trying to get to 5 or even 2 trying to get to 4 or 2 to 3 and also the, excuse me, the 5, to 10. Just what's the difference that those people are experiencing to the detail, more in more detail, the hurdles, the accomplishments, the things they've put in place for the smaller businesses that have been successful. And we have a lot at Rhino. We have a lot of customers in that say three to $5 million range that have made some great advances in their business over the last couple of years. And let's share what they've done because it is going to be a little bit different than what you might hear from 50 to a hundred or a hundred plus, whatever it is, but they all have goals in place or in, in some way, shape or form and they're trying to accomplish them, but we'll be sharing more of those things, you know, but this podcast was meant to give back and, and by the, gigantic number of downloads and subscriptions that we've had and the fact that we hit thir- number 31 overall for marketing podcasts when we're a home services specific podcast is exceptional and actually exceeded my expectations but I'm so grateful because of all you listeners who are making it happen and the, uh, and all the guests we've had on who've you know, given the content to give to you. You know and another big success that, that I had had that was kind of a dream was Rhino X You know, Rhino X last year um, became so much more than I wanted it to be. And it gave me good guidance going into Rhino X 2022 on what else can I do to give back within Rhino X. You would think that since I own a digital marketing company, I'm the CEO of a digital marketing company, that I would go in and give a presentation. I don't. It's not about me. I I used my platform. I used my resources to create a space for you to be able to give back uh, in a more intimate, meaningful setting. And to hear the stories of those that came and connected with some of the industry legends that come in and speak and then took went back and implemented and you've seen the change through their business through this past year is the most rewarding thing for me. It feels so good. It's exactly what I had set out to do. Man, I encourage you to do the same thing. It's such a good feeling. And I promise you, if you want to share your goals with me, I'll be happy to, ch- to put a, n- a reminder in my calendar and check in with you along the way if you need me to be your accountability partner, depending on the volume of people that reach out to me. But I would certainly be willing to do that for you and help you along your path. So hopefully you didn't just listen to this podcast, you know, and you don't take some sort of action like I always say, because action um, without, you know, ambition without action is useless. You got to do it. So remember, you got to put the plan in place. Okay, make sure your cues and your cravings and your reward and the response, a response and reward is all like, think through that. Find your goals, personally and professionally, work backwards from them once you know these are my non-negotiable goals. Work backwards from it to put a plan in place. And listen, if you miss a step or miss a month, you don't get down about it. You own it and you move on. And you don't miss it that next month, okay? Don't let that be an excuse. This is where the accountability partner comes into play. So, listen, I love you guys so much, man. I'm so incredibly grateful for you listening. We have some amazing, amazing guests coming on in 2022. As you know, man, I always got to go bigger. Um, And I also always want to give back more. So, to the hundreds of thousands of those listening who have downloaded over the past year, I'm talking hundreds of thousands of downloads is it, it, the best feeling and I'm so so grateful and I cannot wait to hear from all of you who want to reach out and let me know your goals you put in place and even if you want to share some of the big goals that you crushed this year what I'm going to do uh, partially going into to next year is start to read off do updates on on different goals and give some accolades to those different companies who've accomplished those goals because that way a nice little reward would be you hearing it live and 100,000s you know, of your uh, best friends and peers on this, you know, on the To The Point podcast. So, hey, have a great holiday season. Get some rest. Put some goals in place. Love on your family and your kids and especially yourself. And uh, and we'll see you. Um, oh, my gosh. This will be – this episode airs. There's still going to be a little bit of time left this month. Get yourself prepared for 2022 and go and crush it. We got your back. Until next time. We'll see you.